This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey, Junior Nation. Now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and, of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. I love you, Mom. She's one of the most influential women in NASCAR. I love my mom. My sister Kelly always has my back. I couldn't be prouder of my daughter. I love my wife Kelly. She's my best friend. Welcome to this week's Fastlane Family, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. You can get Bedhead by TG products at your local Ulta, and you can also visit Ulta.com and enter TG15 and save 15% off your favorite TG stylers at checkout. So today joining me in the Exalta studio is Miss Shannon Spake. How are you? I'm really good. Thank She's you. She's tired from travels is what she says. <laughs> Not as much as you guys are. I know you guys are like, you know, mid-season, getting ready to, you know, wind things down for the chase, getting closer at least. But I mean, at this time of the year, it's hot. You know, I, yes. I, I know it's like in those garages, you know. Yes, it is. So uh, you've been in the news lately, uh, moving back over to uh, the Fox Network. Yeah. That's very exciting. Thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited to be back. It, it's funny because... Uh, you know, you look back on your career and kind of like the things that have happened and, and how you got to this point. And I think back to Speed Channel when I was with Speed Channel, really got hired. Um, you know, you guys know Chris Long uh, to do the NASCAR Nation. And I was so green and knew very little about racing actually at that point. And then Marty and I did that backseat driver show. And I remember literally locking myself in my house for two weeks, three weeks to just like try to like learn everything I knew because now I had to go on and talk, you know, talk actual actual specific (laughs) racing with Marty Smith, who of course was, you know, everybody knows in the garage. So, you know, to kind of think about where I am now over a decade later and and coming back to Fox and coming back to NASCAR as well. So it's really exciting. So that was, that's pretty much my first conversation point that I want to talk talk about literally in in your background, uh, I guess when you moved to New York and and you were assistant with Nickelodeon and the path that you've traveled, you've literally worked your way to the top of your game. And and you mentioned your your, uh, start at speed. What has been the key along the way and and what have you put into this that you can share with other people? Because it's not easy, you know, to to climb that path and, and do what you love along the way, you know. Um, so what could you share with people about well, I think that? Anything, I think anyone, I mean, you could you could talk to this as well. It's like you can't fake passion. If you really love something, you really love it, and um, you're willing to sacrifice a lot. And, and everyone's sacrifice level is different. Yeah. <laughs> and just because somebody, you know, won't work Christmases or won't work birthdays or won't work weekends doesn't mean that they don't love what they're doing and, and they're – they're not willing to sacrifice. It's just everyone's sacrifice is different. Right. Um, and, you know, I've always really, really loved what I've done. From the moment that I discovered what it was that I wanted to do, because that did take so a when, while. So wh- what was that I was process? I was 26 yeah. years old. Yeah. So I moved to New York, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew that New York was a great place for me to do a lot of different things to try to figure it out. What did you study in school? Communication. Okay. So, so you had sort of that path. Yeah. Yeah. And college wasn't really my thing. High school wasn't really my thing. I just... 
Um, I wasn't a great, I was, I, I got decent grades, but didn't really try a whole yeah. lot. I couldn't wait to get out and just. Does that sound like somebody we know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Producer just Natalie. Do it. <laughs> you know, just do it. Like, just do it. Like, be responsible for myself and, and be on my own. So that's one of the reasons I picked up and moved to New York when I graduated college. And um, just tried a bunch of different stuff. And, and I, um, you know, I was working at Nickelodeon, and, and I loved working at Nickelodeon, but I knew that wasn't where I wanted to be full-time. Um, went over to CBS News, which was great, but news is a totally different animal. You know, when you wake up and the 7 a.m., the A block is war and, you know, crime and, and all of these, it's, 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 a tough, it's a tough thing to handle. But when I was at CBS, I started doing some stuff for the NFL today, and it was at that point that I said to myself, I would do this for free. <laughs> and when I heard myself say that, you're like, okay, this That's is that passion. This is it. That's and it. Ever since then, I've known exactly what I wanted to do. And so I moved down here to Charlotte. Um, and being in Charlotte, if you're going to be in sports, you know, NASCAR is what you're going to do. Uh, and really had a, you know, at Fox Charlotte, tried my best to meet as many people in NASCAR as I possibly could. And um, Eric Arneson at Speed Channel actually was the very first person I met here in Charlotte. So it, it's another kind of full circle yeah. uh, thing. But I think that's it. It's like you can't you can't fake passion and be the first one in and the last one out. Work hard. Don't ever ask, um, you know, I can't ask how can I, uh, <laughs> you know, always be ready for the next step and, and be be ready when somebody says, all right, here you go. When the opportunity mm -hmm. is there. Yeah. Absolutely. You're ready to take it. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is just all, all hard work. It's just it's, you know. You know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to share this. We, I w it, it's not producer Natalie that I was referring to, but uh, Carson, my daughter, who um, uh, is friends with Natalie, and I'm, I'm going to make her listen to this because <laughs> the same thing. You know, she really doesn't care about school. She's high energy. You know, passionate about the things that she's passionate about, and so she's got to kind of find what that is and then roll with it because school. She's not going to. She doesn't. You know, she she doesn't want to flourish in college or anything like that. I, I think what is um is going to be more difficult for I think the generation nowadays that is that right. yeah. yeah it's just there's so many more there's and there and there's you know with YouTube and with uh you know with social media and stuff like that like there are so many other people who are being seen if you want a job there's really yeah there's a ton the, of other the people candidates that are already there's so many out candidates there. right right they're, they're, we yeah. didn't have those those yeah. you know you went in you did hard work you you got to know people and it wasn't like uh you know if someone wanted to be a reporter now i can go on youtube and look at yep. a million uh audition reels yep. back in the day it was like you met the person you yeah. got to know the person you worked hard you really had to network for face sure. to face <laughs> for sure right. so it's a yeah. lot harder nowadays yeah. it's, it's a lot harder yeah. for the next generation yeah all right, so um, you know we talked about starting at Speed, which is which is now Fox, and and you spent a lot of time at ESPN, mm -hmm. um, really honed your craft there, and so what was the driving force to to come back to Fox and bring that full circle? I just I think what they offered me, you know, and, and I've said it a million times, like I've always wanted to do as much as possible, kind of have my hand in everything. And ESPN, when we had racing and I was able to do some football and I was able to do some basketball and some hosting, it was all there. And over the years, it's really evolved into just a sideline college football, college basketball. So when I was in <laughs> when I was in this contract negotiation, that was something that was really important to me. And Fox, like the growth that they're giving me and the opportunities that they're giving me, yeah. the growth. I think that was the biggest thing is just the growth and, yeah. and to be able to, you know, if I do want to host some, some, it's it's right down the street from my house, which was important. And doing some NFL yeah. and um, and getting back to NASCAR, you know, getting to work the Daytona 500. Uh, you know, I've never been in the pits on the Daytona 500. Wow! Yeah. So cool. that that's going to be huge. So um, 
you know, I, I'm, I, I will have to admit outside of NASCAR, I'm not a big sports nut. Okay. So, but I do know when I, you know, I'm catching things on TV from, from a female broadcasting standpoint, it seems to really be flourishing mm-hmm. and there's so many more women on the sidelines and, and, I'm sure there's lots of groundbreaking moments, and there's lots of challenges that come to that. And I get asked this question all the time, and, and you you know you do too, I'm sure, from a women aspect in motorsports. But in sports in general, you know, what's your take on on how that's evolved? What challenges kind of are still there? And I'm really interested in knowing how do you um, the credibility and trust among players and among the viewers that are watching. Mm-hmm. You know, how how do you get that? Well, I do think, I mean, in, I mean, I think there is a boys club and when you're a man <laughs> and you're, you know, and you're in sports, I do think there's that certain, like you can make jokes or you can say things or you have certain conversations that maybe you wouldn't have around women. But I think hard work is gen- genderless. Yeah. And I think if I, if I go out there and I ask the right questions and I, and I have a, and I'm showing a willingness to learn and to really um, put in my time, I, I believe that that's genderless. Um, as far great as, point, yeah, point. I mean, yeah. Y- y- hard work is hard work. Um, as far as trust, I mean, it's just time. I, I go to as many, with, with football and basketball, I go to as many practices as I possibly can. I don't fly in the day of and, and go, you know, onto the court. I, I literally put in my time. Um, and I just think that, that coaches, drivers, players, um, people that work in the athletic department, associate, you know, athletic directors, they all see that. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, you know, you can't fake passion. And I think that they respect that. That aspect of professionalism really shines with you too. So that professionalism is so important to keep, I think, as a woman. For sure. I think more so. Um, but it, but at the same time, I mean, you have to be professional, but you also have to have a thick skin and be able to oh, absolutely. have some fun <laughs> and joke, you know, walk yeah. that fine line. There's, yeah. a, there's a really fine line. Yeah. But I, I love think that's hard line. To, I love yeah, that. It, no, I think that's hard to do in a man's sport. So I think that feeling of accomplishment when you can do that is like, I think that's just what hit me. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work, you know, but it's <laughs> going to practice, you know, or, or sitting or sitting in the, the holler with it, with one of the crew chiefs asking specific questions yeah. after the garage is closed because you don't understand something. I mean, it's, um, that th- those things are important to yeah me. and, I and, think and that to do that learning and yeah for sure yeah for sure. that's what really I'm sure com- is conveyed to them in terms of that of, of that passion and hard work that you have to get there so um so but yeah, I have a lot of great examples <laughs> as well and women around me as well I mean and, yeah. and especially you know when you look at women that are in the garage and that's a perfect example yeah. I mean you look at yourself obviously you look at Jamie you look at Delena you look at you know all of the women who are are also Just, kind of navigating yeah. this world yeah um, of, of sports yeah you in know. a strong, passionate way. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Exactly. So we, uh, you're a mom of twins. If you didn't know, she's <laughs> definitely a mom. She's a mom of twin boys who, uh, what, they just turned six, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, New Year's babies. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go threaten them with Subway at this point because I think that they're just yeah, like it's a game fun. at this point. I've yep. already told one no more. So I told them we could go to Subway and get Subway because I like their favorite place right now. <laughs> I'm like, if you're good boys, we could go to Subway. But of course, they're uh, they're not. So that's funny about Subway that that's what they want because I mean they don't have ice cream or anything there. <laughs> they they love Subway subs. It's so funny. Too funny. Too funny. So um, big undertaking. You were talking about your travel schedule and all that, and um, you have an insane travel schedule. I mean, you're popping up on TV every other night, every night, all this on the weekends. Wh- what makes it work? Oh my goodness! Preparation, um, preparation, planning, and a village is is my answer. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I think as chaotic as it seems, it's really a lot more organized than most people think. Yeah, yeah. You have it has to, to be. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say it has to be. Yeah. And you have to stick yeah. to a schedule. So yeah. if somebody says, well, what do you mean? Like you have to do this or, or you're not going to do this. Like this is my routine. And you have to make time for yourself. You know, I, of course, like I started doing some triathlons recently. So now I'm waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning and getting on my bike and <laughs> or running or swimming or something. And that's for me. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. my time. Yeah. Because if you are just constantly doing for everybody and, and and your boss and your mommy and your wife and your this person and you're not Kelly or Shannon. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's 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 not gonna work either. My analogy for that is that everybody's taken out of your bucket and nobody's filling it up. Yes. <laughs> you're not filling it up and neither That's is anybody else, point. right? That's a great point. Right. That is a great point. Um, do your kids travel a good bit with you? Sometimes on your schedule. You know, before I got out of racing I'd bring them MRO was so great. Yes, and then yes. you know, Wendy uh, Venturini would allow me to um, to bring them into like and, and she would get a babysitter and so one of them would stay with with one of the sitters yeah. you know it'd be easier to go to places like Talladega or Darlington or, or Martinsville somewhere that I could drive with basketball I would uh, once a year I would split them up and I would bring one to one game and one to another and it's funny because um, I know your soon-to-be sister-in-law is a uh, Kentucky fan yes and I did tons Tons of Kentucky, Kentucky games. college games. <laughs> Tons. And so these two think, my kids think, literally, I, I swear I think they think the Wildcat is part of the family. Because I would, like, <laughs> FaceTime with the Wildcat before the game would start. And so I brought Brady to a Kentucky at Tennessee basketball game. And he was sitting with Rick Barnes, who, by the way, is a huge racing fan. Grew up with Dale Jarrett and, like, wanted to be a race car driver um, from Hickory. But I brought Brady, and he was sitting with Rick Barnes, the coach of Tennessee, his wife. So Kentucky's up like 30 points and my son's all, you know, boo, sitting with the wife of Tennessee. <laughs> and so then Tennessee comes back and wins and my son is completely distraught, just so upset. And uh, Rick Barnes' wife, you know, so sweet. She's like, listen, he can come back anytime he wants, but he needs to root for the right team. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought there was uh, yeah, so I bring them. I try to bring them. I want them to be exposed to it a little bit. Yeah. I want them to see what mommy does. Yeah. Um, because I, I, it's just an example, and it's the same with like my with like triathlons and working out and stuff. Just trying to set an example for yeah. them to yeah. see. Yeah. What are did, how many days at a time do you are you away from them in any given point? <clears throat> uh, you know, for tournaments, for like the SEC tournament or the Final Four, eh, seven, eight days. I mean, the same with speed weeks, right? Yeah. You go down yeah. to Daytona for yeah. two weeks. Um, but most of the time, it's it's usually like Thursday to Sunday, so it's 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 tough. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. But it's also, I mean, I'm I'm a realist. Yeah. You know, it's it's what mommy does. Yeah. And so, what what do you think their take is? What what kind of things do you do to have those mommy moments when you're away? Like when, like on the phone or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're they're boys, so they're, <laughs> I know. it's like that squirrel. is easier. <laughs> squirrel. You know, it's like, oh, mommy's on the phone. Did you get us anything? Like, yeah. you know, like what you, what are you bringing us? Do you have any candy? And so it, it's not. I don't. Uh, you know, I don't think that they're at the point where they're like, we miss you, mommy. Yeah. We miss you. Crying that is my, or that, I get it. Yeah. I think mommy, daughter, or even like daddy, son mm -hmm. would maybe be a little bit more like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I come home and it's like, what'd you get me? And I'm like, <laughs> can I have a kiss first, please? <laughs> I get it. My four-year-old, yeah, he has no interest, um, yeah, being on the phone or FaceTiming or anything like that. He's like playing. And um, I tell I tell this story, my oldest daughter Carson who's 15 has a 15 year old cousin or similar age cousin boy and I took them to Justin Bieber probably like five years ago oh and I was texting with his mom and she's like you know how, how's he doing and I was like well, I, I guess he's enjoying you know he's just sitting in his seat and she's like Kelly he's a boy you know my daughter's up just all into it and he's just kind of sitting there like he could be anywhere else yeah no, <laughs> and I now I get it because I have a boy like <laughs> girls the drama and the feelings and the emotions and all of that stuff and 
Then I, your boy. I have one that's a little dramatic as well. <laughs> the one who just broke his arm. So when he broke his arm, I hear him screaming and I'm like, oh, I've heard this before. And then, of course, I went over and it was different. But yeah, I mean, I have, a, I have a dramatic one as well, but definitely not as bad, I'm sure, as a 15 year old girl. So we've experienced it today, those those mom moments when they really want you. Yeah. And you're in the middle of one of the, this is not one of your biggest interviews or jobs <laughs> of your life. But has that really happened like with like a Rick Saban or somebody that you've uh, yeah. been with? Well, listen, so this is this is funny. So uh, Nick and, 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 yeah, and moms Nick. will understand this. Right. So um, when I first had them, uh, I, I was getting ready. I had them in January. So we were on a conference call and I think Mike Helton was on a conference call and like I just I'm all of the executives from ESPN and I had I thought I thankfully I had hit um, mute on this conference <laughs> call because one of them went to the bathroom and of course like I'm cleaning the diaper as I'm on the conference call and I'm like oh that's such a good and then all of a sudden I was like oh uh oh because <laughs> I'm thinking like oh please I hope that this thing is on mute but then of course like that, that would have been it thank God it yeah. was because could you imagine. <laughs> Like me just, you know, changing this diaper and praising my child yeah. for, for going number two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the phone with all these NASCAR people. So, it, yeah, it happens. I mean, but, you know, hey, it's everyone, yeah, everyone gets it, right? You know, there's, and, and people used to ask me that about being in the garage while I was pregnant. Like, what was that like? Did you ever feel like you were in danger because it's so chaotic? And those crew guys almost became like, like they're like your protectors totally or whatever, yeah. <laughs> totally and even like some like wives and stuff like that like hey stop for the interview she can't yeah. chase you you know but the guys would become very protective and because um, they have kids yeah and they have wives and they've watched their wives go through this yeah and, and they just they kind of they got it yeah and, they got and, it right yeah. and that's a lot different than um and that's one of the things that's so endearing about nascar and people say it all the time but it is it is a family yeah totally does your husband get to travel with you what's yeah not so no, much, not so much. It's, it's you know it's we don't have a motor home and yeah. it's <laughs> almost more disturbing like to have him sitting in a hotel i brought him to montreal for the nationwide race one time and he ended up like walking down the streets the cobblestone streets with the strollers you know and i'm at the track all day and he comes home or i come home and he's just like i'm done like we <laughs> talked about that guilt thing and i thought you i'm sure you would probably have that there they're off trying to figure out what they're going to do and you're working so right. it doesn't really make sense if you can't enjoy each other together when you're right. traveling together yeah it's, you know? it's just more disruptive yeah. at, at yeah. times it's yeah. actually nice to bring one of them at a time because yeah. it's a nice little individual especially having twins and you yeah. know with multiple kids you don't get the opportunity to do one-on-one -on -one time with them but yeah you know, with the husband, sometimes it's, <laughs> you're just like, I got to go to work. And then they're stuck with the kids and then you feel guilty. <laughs> now you got married in Ireland. What uh -huh. was the significance of that? Honestly, my husband and I are both Irish and we were sitting at a pub one day when we were dating, just like having some beers. And I looked at him and I was like, Hey, you know, if, and when one day we do get married, why don't we do it in Ireland? He's Irish. I'm, I'm of Irish, Irish descent. And we were like, let's do it. Uh, so we had like a two-year engagement and kind of let everybody know. Um, like a really plan for it. 74 yeah. people came over wow. to Ireland for our wedding. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, we kind of, we just, a lot of people obviously pushed back and, oh, is this really what you want to do? This is really inconvenient. And we we were like this is this is the way we want to do it, and so we're it was it was a great party. We had a good time. I know in the United States we have gorgeous places and all, but there there is just something, and uh, maybe it's just because we we don't get to go there. But when we were in Germany, yeah. I mean, there is just something about the the land and the architect. There's so many things that are um, old there, mm -hmm. and you know, like here history. We, we, we tear so our much. old stuff down and mm -hmm. build something new, you know. So much history. Yeah, it's just, it's incredible.
incredible and it's just that I bet that was just uh, beautiful and did you yeah, guys do some because I was in Germany one time and we just were there for like a day or two did you guys go to Amsterdam and like did you guys do anything outside of we, Germany um, not outside of Germany no so we the, you know the whole purpose was we went over to the town where the yeah. Earnhardt's hearts came from and we were in lots of little towns all around there for the week so um, but but this the, the history and we we stayed in one of the towns with the moat and you know the medieval wall and understanding so awesome. all that and yeah it was just really cool so my husband um, his mother came over she was born in Italy and so they are from this small little town um, it's called L'Aquila mm -hmm. and um, th their their town is outside of L'Aquila we went over there before we had kids uh, the we that we actually got engaged in Italy and Aww. so we went there for their feast of the Assumption which is their holy day. So we all, the whole town climbs climbs this mountain, has mass on the side of the mountain, and then the, the next day they do this parade where they're carrying statues through the town, and you're just like, you don't see this, you know, ever, you don't see this, yeah. you know, where, yeah. in, in Cornelius or Moore's, yeah. well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool, the history that they have, yeah. in, you know, in, in Europe and in other countries. That's really I know cool we were talking about there. the difference of just even, um, I noticed this from, we have a cabin in Pennsylvania where my husband's from, and the small town parades that they have like one a month you know yeah. it's like this is the dairy parade and this is the fireman's parade and this is the founder's day parade and we don't do any of that here you know yeah. down well, in we should North start Carolina. that let's start that <laughs> <laughs> let's start the parade yeah yeah and I guess you know the the north is the oldest part of our country mm -hmm. so you know a lot of those things are still and we just got back from Alaska so if you guys have never been to Alaska that no, was I my mean, husband wants to go there oh my goodness to see the glaciers like it was it was amazing like I've never in my life seen anything like that it was something special yeah he um Carson wants to that's what she says she wants to do for her graduation from school uh, is yeah to Alaskan cruise head up to Alaska oh so. it was something else we'll see we'll see if that works <laughs> something out else. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the last things uh, and I asked you this when you were here which of the kids uh, was all about the magic and I was reading your blog about um this connected with me so real because this actually happened in our home last night and, and making that magic with your kids. And, uh, you know, we're talking about the craziness. <laughs> and, um, you know, when we get home in the evenings, I was having this conversation with Dale and Amy the other day, and, and it's like chaos. You're trying to do dinner, and you're trying to find family time and all that. And we were swimming last night. It was the kids at 8.50 wanted to go swimming. And, you know, my husband's like, it's almost bedtime. It's almost bedtime. I was like, let's just go out there. Before we knew it was 10 o'clock. Everybody's in the pool. It's nighttime. Everybody's having a good time. And then we get in, and, and <laughs> my husband's on the ticker. He's like, you got to watch your TV. You got to get in your bed. You got to do it. And I was like, he's like, we shouldn't have stayed out there too long. And and rules and all that are awesome. But having that time is priceless. You know, you can't you yeah. can't get it back. You can't, you know, make more of it and, and having those memories. And that's what they're going to remember. So you were, you were, you had the same conversation on your blog. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I don't, there are times where I think like, I don't do a good enough job, oh, yeah. you know, like a lot, <laughs> like 99% of the time it's, you know, but I, I do, like I've spent a lot of time with them this summer, which has been really nice. I haven't really done much since I did like a Georgia spring game and that was in April. So I've, I've had a lot of time with them. But I do think it's it's uh, yeah you can't get that time yeah. back. Now I'm a stickler for schedules, especially yeah. like during the season, and and I'm the first one to be like I'll do it after I fold these clothes, or I'll you know I, mommy has to do this before she can help you do this. Um, so it's it's good like having these conversations with other moms. Yeah, I think are are key for me because it's it's one of those mental checks. It's where real. You go, yeah. I could do a better job, and I really need to 
you know, like when you hear mommy for the 600th time in 24 hour period, because there's two of them saying it. And it's like, I always go, yes, dear. Yes, honey. Yes, sweetie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love bug. Yes. You know, <laughs> and in your mind, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's always, I think I can always do a better job, but I did write a blog about Brady. We would, um, you know, we live on Lake Norman and they have those little beaches. And I actually got the idea from, from a friend who told me that they would hide, um, I think they said like a Peter Pan or like a, um, who's the other one, the little pirate one. Uh, Captain Hook or yeah, any something. of that. Or, yeah, yeah, Jake, some, and, the Jake and the Neverland yeah, Pirates. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. It would hide that on one of the beaches at Lake Norman. And so um, I was like, let me just get some like costume jewelry. So we'll go out there and we'll just throw costume jewelry out there. And it was funny because my husband took them out one time and, and the costume jewelry is like on the boat. It's like always there and he knows where it is. When they came back, I was like, hey, boys, did you find anything? And they call it Treasure Island. And uh, Brady's like, no, I, I think that the treasure's only there when you're there, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and then one time my husband brought candy, which, of course, doesn't work with sand. You know, I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> it's not going to work. work out. So uh, we try to do that, just create these little moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I don't, I, like I said, I could do a better job all the time. But um, you know. but I think that's the things that they're going to remember, you know. And, and I hope so. Yeah those memories of that time and I get the same thing my challenge is that I have a almost 16 year old a 10 year old and a four year old it's a lot of span of years and so it is so hard to get everybody on the same page to enjoy the same thing yeah you know? so. that's the easier thing about twins I <laughs> yeah. think is they're the yeah. same age yeah I don't know like I mean you can you can talk to this as well like wh I travel so much and I'm away from my kids but I don't ever want them to look back one day and and think that I was always gone yeah I want them to be like well I thought mommy was always there yeah so yeah. if it's like coming home landing at five o'clock just to do dinner with them and having to take off the next day to go somewhere I'll do that yeah you know and and uh yeah it makes for a longer season but to me like I want them to look back and think like I always remember my mommy being around yeah yeah and so that you went off to work and came back went off to work yeah. and came back and it wasn't anything yep I get it it's um it's difficult for sure but because um, you got to have you got to have those guardrails and those boundaries and all but you got to have some fun too yeah and then at the same time <laughs> at the same time with like with working mommies and I've and I've lived the the stay-at-home mommy like I said I haven't really worked since April and god bless stay-at-home moms <laughs> yes because I feel I like I feel like it's the only job where the the person that you work for like they don't listen to you <laughs> you know you can tell them rules and they don't care <laughs> like they have emotional outbursts in the <laughs> middle of like so I mean my goodness I, I, I think about my, my stay-at-home mom friends and I look at them all the time and I'm like you yeah <laughs> you're amazing yep. for you to be able to do this it's certainly a job and you've got to have the right uh mentality about it because it can I'm, I'm with you the mom 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 and which my 16 year old pretty much plans her own schedule these days so I'm then my worries the other way like where is she what is she doing uh, you know all of these yeah. things oh yeah and my 10 year old's like middle child syndrome so she's you know caught between the other two and and who's getting what and who's not getting what and what you're doing for me and my mm -hmm. little boy he just doesn't care which is great He's always excited to see mom. Oh, well, <laughs> just wait. The, the bond with mommies and little boys are something special. He was actually mad at me this morning because I went into his room and he was playing with our nanny and um, was getting ready to go for work. And um, I said something to her about leaving and he was playing and carrying on. So I, um, I think I kissed him or something and went in Kennedy's room, told her goodbye. She was still in the bed. And then Wyatt told my husband as he was leaving, he was mad at me because I didn't tell him bye. 
Although that actually made me feel good yeah. that he noticed. Yeah, <laughs> <You> absolutely. <know? laughs> I get it. <laughs> that he noticed. Instead of just like, hey, where's mom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the bo- like the mommy son thing. Like my one son is just, you know, mommy, I love you. You're yeah. the best mommy ever. So it's uh, it's something special. Yeah. So what's your schedule like coming up? You uh, getting back on the road? What's yeah. Going on? Well, I officially start uh, Fox Sports uh, on August first. Gotcha. So between August first and September first, I think whatever they wanna whatever they wanna do with me, um, <laughs> if they want me to do some uh, NASCAR stuff. Obviously, with Race Hub and uh, and the studio right down the street, uh, I can do that. I'll be in Chicago next week for the Big Ten uh, meetings, Big Ten football. Uh, it, they're having their their spring meetings or their annual meetings um, next week in Chicago, so I'll go to that. And then um, I start football in September, which I'm really excited about. Um, I love college football. When when I think it's the one sport that I can really look at it and and, and say it reminds me a little of racing. Yeah, because because of the pass down so like my grandfather went to michigan not, yeah not me yeah. but i'm saying like the heritage type right yeah. exactly yeah. and then they're just they're just they're so loyal and um and they've been a fan of this team forever and they pass down tickets and they go to games every every weekend they don't miss a game that's cool and it'll be it'll be really cool this year when the college football uh game is played at bristol motor speedway oh that's gosh yeah yeah <clears throat> so cool yeah so my first three weeks, first weeks at Stanford, second weeks at Utah, third weeks at Oklahoma, which is a big one, o- Ohio State at Oklahoma. And then I'll do some NFL in December, some basketball in January, and then into racing. So you know that pretty well out. You know that schedule and, and yeah. Yeah, and you know, the the difference for me over the last couple of years with racing, like I used to always say like when the schedule came out for, for NASCAR, it was like, it was almost like the worst day for me because I, I knew my whole year. And not in a yeah, bad sense, yeah, but I was always yeah. like, all right, there it is. Like <laughs> my whole year is laid out. There was no, you know, you know, there was no spontaneous kind of like, hey, this is, I mean, obviously with news breaking and stuff, but it was like, that was it. That, I, that's where I'm going to be all of 2017 or 18. With with football, I work on a seven day out. So we find out on Sunday where we're going the next week. And, you know, when you're th- talking about planning with kids or bringing yeah. kids or anything, that does make it a little more challenging. But um, it's also kind of cool to to not know where yeah. you're going to be and go. And okay. you know you're going to go to work. So yeah, that's exactly. Not, yeah, it's just, exactly. just a matter of where. Exactly. <laughs> what town you're going in and what exactly. fun you might get to have or whatever. So when you go in for the games, uh, you said earlier about practicing. How soon do you typically go in? So for football, um, I'll go Thursday, go to practice Thursday. Friday is usually walkthroughs, uh, coaches meetings with, with my crew. We usually get with uh, a player or two, and then Saturday is is the game. I'll also get players um, on the phone during the week. I try to get one from each team, one defensive, one offensive, uh, just to kind of you know get their thoughts about you know this storyline that, yeah. that's happened or, or coming up. Um, with basketball, it's a little more intimate just because there's less players. So I'll get there the day before the game. I'll go to practice. Uh, the day of the game, they have shoot around. That's the time I'll I'll have the opportunity to talk to the players and the coaches. Mm, cool. um, the games are a lot quicker, two hours. I, I say it's like the perfect sport because it's <laughs> indoors. <laughs> it, I can wear my high heels. I can put my hair, you know, and it's it's temperature controlled, no rain. <laughs> two hours, you know, and um and uh so and then and then when obviously with racing, you get in Thursdays and and can be there till Saturday night or yeah. Monday. So motorsports, the complete opposite. You've got the weather factor. You got I the know. outside factor. You gotta have those flats. <laughs> I know. Well, yes, I know. I know. And uh, hair pulled back in a ponytail because yeah. it's usually yeah. hot. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I always say like you know basketball. People be like, you you're wearing heels like walking around the court. I'm like, I have these heels. <laughs> I have not been able to wear them <laughs> for ten years, so I'm wearing them. <laughs> Is there any difference in the um, magnitude? Or, not really. The, it's not really the magnitude, but um, the the complexity maybe of the storylines in any of the sports. Like, do you find one that's harder to prepare for? Or? Um. 
I think racing is more spontaneous. Mm -hmm. Anything can happen in the moment and uh, and often does. And I think you also have the car factor where it's not just the the player um, and the emotions of the game. You have the car factor and that's, you know, what's going on with the car. You, so you can tell the stories about the driver, tell the stories about, you know, the, 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 the over the wall guys or the crew chief, but then you have the car as well. And, um, you know, it keeps you on your toes because anything can happen at any moment. Yeah. And that's like that with football, too, because you could have like a, a, a drastic turnover that, you know, kind of changes the whole dynamic of the game. Um, but I, th I think NASCAR, that, that my base in racing certainly helped me prepare for like there's a lull. <laughs> but you have to be on your toes because at any moment something could happen. Yeah. Whether even like you just calling a you're just calling a, a routine pit stop. All of a sudden, car stalls or something happens or, you know, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. And you got to know a lot about all 43 competitors at that yeah. point, too. 40 competitors. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And you're listening to all Versus these scanners. Versus if you're going to a game, you're probably just concentrating on those two teams, yeah. you know, and, and the dynamics there. Yeah, so, there's, yeah, I mean, there's lines. so many scanners going on. And, and <laughs> I don't have a person down there on the sideline with me for uh, football or basketball. But in racing, we have spotters yeah. who are down there listening to a handful of channels that we can't. Because obviously, we can't yeah. listen to all. We have... 10 or 12 pit, pit stalls and I've had I think like 25 pit stalls before like just the way that things kind of get broken up and so yeah it's it's um it's constantly walking up and down walking up and down <laughs> and, and relying on those PR people big time who are huge huge help awesome well I'm gonna end with one thing what it, what what do you like to do for fun you've mentioned the triathlons and <laughs> yeah yeah that's it it's so funny. You've been doing that a couple years. I have. Yeah. yeah, you know, I started because I, I, Jimmy, when Jimmy and um and Casey and those guys started doing it, Josh Wise, when they started getting into it, I was like, ah, oh, you know, this. I used to swim. Like I could, I could maybe do this. I had run some marathons, and so I started doing some shorter races, and they've really evolved over the years. And so now I um I just this year um in June did my first half Ironman, and um, I'm gonna try to do two next year, and then maybe a full the year after. But it's funny because there's so many people who, my parents included, are like, oh, now that your race is over, you know, you can take some time off. And I'm like, but this is like my hobby. Yeah. You know, like, and people who have hobbies, like, you don't you say, just don't stop. Yeah. all right, you finished yeah. your painting. Right. Now you can take some time off, yeah. you know? And it's like, no, I, I really, I really enjoy it. I enjoy training. I enjoy um, all of the people. Oh my gosh, I've met so many really cool people. And it's just that focus. I think with a lot of athletes, they can, you know, football players, basketball players, it's this focus that you find when you're pushing yourself outside your physical limits. Yeah. And, um, and it's been really fun for me to experience that. It's been a, it's been awesome. So, uh, the 26, uh, the 70.3, it was, it was really, 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 really hard, really hard. Um, but I, you know, I got to the end and I wasn't crying and I was, still breathing <laughs> I didn't and you die. said I'd do it again so yeah, not that moment that <laughs> yeah moment, right right like, right I'll never yeah. do this again but like oh it's like, it's child like childbirth yeah exactly <laughs> what I was thinking You're, you just seem to forget <laughs> exactly. so uh so I'm excited I'm gonna I'm gonna do another one and um you know maybe try to I know that the guys the folks at Ironman I I worked with them pretty closely they 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 really um they uh, did a lot for me. They, they told my story. They allowed me to pick my number, um, my bib number, which I it was my 92-year-old uh, grandfather's Aww, birthday. Um, and they've been trying to get Jimmy to do a 70.3 and just with the schedule because their season is like, I think it's like May to September or something. Yeah. So it's I'm like, well, maybe I can, yeah. you know, we can, we can get it done and, you know, do a cool story on it. Um, and then Jimmy's triathlon is next week. So I'm going to do that. I know a lot of people get involved in that one. He has a couple that he hosts. And, yeah. And he has one next Tuesday that I'll, that I'll be at. 
that. Yeah, I did. He is just avid. These bike yeah. bike rides and everything that he does, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Inspiring. Absolutely. I, yeah. You're. I don't know where. I, I say, well, I don't have the time to do that. And I know I could find the time. It's like you said, you got to have that passion for it. <laughs> yeah. Like this morning, I was going to wake up at four o'clock this morning and jump on the bike. I didn't get, I didn't sleep well last night. We're still trying to adjust from being on the West coast. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so I'll have to do it later today, but yeah, I'm usually, I mean, I'm lit up like a Christmas tree out there, you know, like just lights everywhere, <laughs> but, um, I, I'll get out there at like four fifteen and, and ride for two, two and a half hours. Mm. That's actually like to me the best time. Cause no one's out there. I don't have to worry about cars. So like and, thinking in the shower, you know, you can just do some great, right. Yeah. You gotta watch for like thinking. animals like running. Yeah. I, that's my biggest thing. Is like I get worried about like a squirrel running out or a rabbit or something. But um, but yeah, there's not a lot of people out there, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, it's your own time. I imagine what what happens when a when you're on a bike and a deer runs out. That's <laughs> not gonna be a good one. I don't know. <laughs> I really hope I never find out. So I'm constantly like, oh, oh, oh yeah, here comes yeah. something. They're on Birds, the move. you know. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get over to rapid fire in a few minutes, and um, but first, uh, we're gonna move on to our hair nine one TG plugs. Hair nine one one. What's your emergency? Hair always resonates with us girls. Absolutely. So, so our TG uh, hair nine one one this week was: Is your hair dried out from summer heat and days at the beach? Let us know. Hair nine one one and the experts at Bedhead by TG will help you. So Sharon Newberry. This is kind of funny. Says mayonnaise. Uh, make sure it's Hellman's. And yep, that's what she said. Mayonnaise. Work it into your hair like a conditioning treatment. Wait about 15 minutes and then shampoo, etc. is normal. Makes your hair shiny and smooth. Well, our experts at TG said they can understand why countless women's count on mayonnaise in yeah. their hair. Um, thick and creamy dressing, often used for deep conditioning. And it's a, a stable emulsion of oil, egg yolks, vinegar, and lemon juice. So it sounds yummy enough you can just eat it right off your hair. Mayonnaise has definitely been used as a home treatment, but would be better served as a condiment on a plate. Ha ha. <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I, I think I've heard the mayonnaise Have you done thing this? before. I've never done it because I think the smell <laughs> of mayonnaise on my head for an extended period of time, I think I'd have a real hard time with that. Yeah, but I have I heard people do it before. They've said it works. <laughs> the vinegar and lemon juice in mayonnaise are antioxidants and they help destroy free radicals in the hair, but it's been reported that your hair can also be lightened accidentally oh. if you use that. Oops. So, Sharon, say goodbye to that dried-out tangled tresses and say hello to beautiful summer hair with TG's new Milky Detangling Spray, Beach Freak. And we've got some of that. We're going to get take some of that home with you oh, today, cool. Shannon. Oh, cool. Awesome. So. I'm all about some hair products. <laughs> so, um, TG has Beach Freak, and it's a, a few spritzes into the dry, parched hair. Immediately closes the cuticle, which lowers the pH in your hair, lubricates the hair strands to make styling easier. Your hair will feel soft and nourished. Aloha summer. Let me see what it smells like. I was going to say goodbye mayonnaise oh, smell. Yeah, <laughs> <so much better. laughs> uh, I've actually heard of, like, we um, mayonnaise in our cakes to make them uh, more moisture. But I'm, I can say I've never used mayonnaise on the hair. So, yeah. I have heard about it. Yeah, I have heard about it, but haven't but done growing it. Growing up in Fort Lauderdale, we also put, like, baby oil and, yeah. and Wesson and yeah. iodine and lemon juice i mean oh, that's man. if you wanted your hair lighter <laughs> my hair was like orange when i was growing yeah. up the, less, the sun in and the, oh, the lemon juice yeah <laughs> exactly so don't forget that you can pick up full beach freak detangler at your local alternate location you can also visit ulta.com enter the code tg15 and save 50 percent off your favorite stylers at checkout all right so we're gonna wrap this up with rapid fire um go to hairstyle oh ponytail <laughs> absolutely pulled back in a ponytail Favorite sport? Oof. 
this is a tough one for your job. I think basketball. <laughs> I just, like I said, just covering or watching. I mean, I think, yeah, just, I think basketball. Like I said, the intimacy of it. Biggest pet peeve. That's a hard one. I, maybe just people that don't listen. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I have to deal with it with my kids all the time. People that don't listen, maybe. Uh, favorite racetrack. I actually have two. Um, actually, I have three. Um, I love I love Talladega. I love Martinsville, and I love Darlington. Those and why for three. each of them? Uh, well, I love Talladega because I, I now if I had someone that I cared about in that car, I think it'd be a different story. But I do love the intensity of it and 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 how um, you know heart racing it gets. But like I said, if I had someone in that in that <laughs> race car, it would be completely different. Darlington is just gnarly. I yeah. mean, you just you you watch it and you're like, is this really happening? And then I just love the throwback Martinsville. I love how it's so easy to navigate, like manage the track. Like you can walk from one place to the next. You can see the whole track laid out in front of you, and it and it makes for great racing. So yeah. those are my three favorites. Yeah, very cool. And cooking, baking, or neither. Neither. We didn't talk about opening wine. at all. <laughs> Is opening wine on that? <laughs> My husband handles the cooking. Cooking, baking, or drinking. Exactly. <laughs> opening the wine. Oh, gosh. Well, this has been super fun. I appreciate you coming, and I appreciate you bringing the boys. They must have um, – oh, we got one out yeah, there. One's still yeah. in the bathroom. Thank you for letting them sit out there. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you joining us, um, and uh, hopefully we can we can wrap up after you get down and dirty in your new role at Fox. Yeah, not that wait. it's going to be that much different for you it's but it's gonna be awesome yeah I'm yeah excited all right well thank you guys for joining us this week on fast lane family this is natalie sather tune into motor mouse every other wednesday to listen to katie carson and i ask drivers off the wall questions with even better answers right here on dirty mo radio thanks for listening to dirty mo radio 